Are you leveraging LinkedIn to your advantage? Are you using LinkedIn the right way? These are two big questions. Now, before we get into this topic, let me explain something. So for the past 15 years or so, I've been working as a software developer in, in various capacities from junior to, to team lead. Most of my roles came from LinkedIn. I haven't used any other platform. I haven't used any job sites. My CV is not on on whatever platforms exist right now. I don't even I don't even know anymore. Maybe like like Indeed or I don't know whatever. My CV is not anywhere. My CV is my LinkedIn profile, and it's working actually very very well. So this is what this episode is about. Let's talk about it. How do we use LinkedIn to our advantage? How do we make sure we get the best out of this? The way I'm looking at it is LinkedIn is a very good platform where lots of companies and recruiters come together. They all have one thing in common. They all want to hire specifically software engineers at any level. All we have to do is make their job a lot easier. So I have a system for this. And what do I do? Um, there's about four different um, things that I'm looking at. Number one, we need to be able to identify good and experienced recruiters. How, how do you do that? How does that work? You've probably noticed that um, if you're on LinkedIn, if, if your profile says you're a software engineer, you will get a ton of messages, a lot of messages, but most of them do not apply to you because nobody reads your skill, skills, nobody reads your profile, nobody understands what it is that you're doing. So the way I'm looking at it, I want to do it the other way around. Number one, I tend to give every recruiter a chance. However, I do filter them from the beginning. So when I receive a message from the recruiter, the first thing that I do is look at their profile. I want to see what the experience is. Now, a lot of recruiters have a very short experience when it comes to recruiting and most of them come from sales so it's normal to see business development sales marketing assistant whatever and then the current role which is a few months of working as a recruiter now there's nothing wrong with that right people change careers all the time but these are not the people that i'm targeting at a senior level because i don't believe they can actually work with me at the level that i'm at to actually help me and earn them a commission as well and i function and uh, I advise everybody else to function on probabilities, not on possibilities. Yes, it is possible that you will find a good recruiter who's just starting out, who's a junior in the field. But the probability of that happening is very low, which means most of the times we're going to waste our time. So that's my first filter out. Now, the second is, let's say that they actually have a, a fairly long and decent career as a recruiter. They've worked for, I don't know three, four, five, ten years, whatever. That's the first filter in place. There comes the second filter. I start to watch their, their interactions with other people. Every recruiter at some point is going to post some sort of ad for a role they've got going at any point in time. Um, I look at those closely um, because I want to see are they copies of whatever they've seen and whatever they think it works. Like, uh, does it have the standard signs of... Uh, um, award-winning company, a leader in their field, blah, 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 and great, amazing culture and all this. So that, that's the very lazy way of, of introducing a role to the public because it doesn't tell us anything. 
if you cut out all that stuff, you're left with nothing. So are they that type of the recruiter? If they're not, awesome. Thumbs up. We keep going. Third is how they interact with you. So what I tend to do, I start having a conversation, not necessarily phone, but on LinkedIn, some messages, right? I might ask a question about a role. I might, I might ask for an idea. I might, you know, in, interact with them in, in some way once we've, uh, once we've connected. And what I actually want to see is, are they responding? Are they interacting? Are they talking to me? Do they care to build up a relationship with me or not really? They just want to make some quick cash and move on. If they don't reply at all, Chances are they're not the type of recruit I want to work with. Yes, there might be some personal situation, something happened, they've gone on holiday or whatever. But by large, when they don't reply is because they don't see the value in that. Because you're not earning that money at that point. And I don't need those kind of recruiters in my network. So that's the second filter. What I try to do is find, find a few good ones. And this is what LinkedIn is best at. You want to find the cream of the cream. There is always, there are always a few very good recruiters around, and you can tell because that how they interact and how they speak and how they talk to you. All the filters that we talked about so far, right? If you use those, you will filter out probably at least ninety nine percent of all recruiters, or all, all the the crappy ones, all the useless ones, just out. But you're left with the one percent, which are the really good ones, and these are the ones that we want to work with, right? So. We have to interact with them. We have to talk to them often. I'm not saying on a daily basis, you know, they're not our, um, a psychiatrist or whatever, <laughs> but on a regular basis, like every two or three months at least. And the way I look at it, we want to make sure as developers that we are very clear on what it is that we're after. So that's another thing that most people don't seem to do. What is it that you want? You're a developer. Okay, you want a new role. Okay, what does that mean? What's a good role to you? What do you want to do? What's your next step? See, that's the bit that we're not very clear and that's the bit that the recruiters struggle with quite a lot because they don't know us. So we have to make that easier for them. And that comes if you talk to them. If you talk to them and you explain what you're after, all you want to do is you set yourself up for success because the next time they have a role, which does match what you want you want them to think about you first you want to be at the top of their mind say that role awesome there you go john john will fit that role perfectly well where did this john came from, come from i have no idea i just <laughs> just a random name that i'm using right now as an example nothing more than that so we have to be able to explain very clearly what we are after and Probably not just once, because if you if you think about it, now recruiters talk to a lot of, of developers, right? Um, it wouldn't surprise me to hear they talk to maybe uh, five to ten or even more developers a day. In that case, if you talk to them now, you ask the question in a few weeks, they will probably not even remember you. So that's why you have to build a relationship. That's why you have to keep to them. You keep talking to them to make sure that they understand what is the you after to make sure they remember you. And they will, and they will, because it's their interest as well. So I'll give you an example. In the past, I had one recruiter who placed me in, in uh, three different roles, for example, because he knew, he knew what I was after, he understood me, and as soon as I was looking for something else, he was there to help again. That's, you know, income for them, time and time again. 
I'm sure they wouldn't say no to that, and they don't have to do any convincing. You know, I know when when they call me, I know they're going to have something that's interesting and something that caters to my skills quite well. But that comes only if you speak to them. And not only that, but explain clearly what it is that you are after. Now, for us as developers, things change quite a lot. What we want in a job. Now, it may not be the same thing next time. Um, I'm, I'm thinking uh, career progression. If you might be a mid-level developer, you're thinking, okay, my, I want my next role. I'm ready for the next level. My next role is going to be a senior one. Well, you have to explain that because otherwise you're going to keep getting messages that match what you're doing at the moment, you know, and that's not what you want. So do you see, it's all about saving time and focusing our search and make no mistake, we are searching all the time. Even if we're happy in the current world, we're still searching because you never know how things will change. You, ne you never know when you will be made redundant. So you have to have something to fall back on. So it's important basically to, to get better at this LinkedIn game. Now, this whole episode is about LinkedIn. Now, LinkedIn has everything we need. It's got the people, it's got the companies, um, it, it's got our profile, everything in one place. So it makes no sense to me not to use it in the best way possible. And by using it, it's not, it's not necessarily interacting with, with people outside of, of our job search, but focusing our job search, even when we're not looking for a job focusing and make sure we're ready for the move even if we don't need to make that move at that point in time because sometimes what tends to happen sometimes you get you get a news about the role which is exactly ideal for you and even if you're happy in your current role you will give it a very good thought and to say should i make the move that tends to happen it has happened to me several times and sometimes i've even acted on it not always but sometimes, because it is just that good. It gives you everything you want at a certain point in time. Things that you may not be able to get where you are if you just stay poor. And if there's one thing I advise developers at this point in time um, is to keep switching. It's the only way to it's the only way to build your your career and to um, get paid better. Your packages get better. You cannot just be in one place and waiting for them to recognize your value. You have to own that, and this is part of it. So getting good at LinkedIn is the most important thing, actually, in my mind. So connect with recruiters, talk to them often, explain clearly what you're after, learn how to filter them. And finally, the most important bit, I advise anyone and myself, first of all, to never, ever do this. Do not play games with them. And by that, I mean, be honest, be open, be very clear about what you want, but do not play games. If you don't want to move at that point in time, say so. If you make a commitment, then honor it. If you say you're going to have an interview, then have the interview. Don't just disappear and let them hang in. Because that's the beast that everyone hates. You're not going to build good relationships with people unless you treat them as people and as decent people. You have to have this kind of decency at all points in time. So that's the most important bit as well. And in fact, actually, all of them, I think, are quite important. But they, they form the basis for a good relationship with a recruiter. And you don't need many. Because at the, end, at the end of the day, you do not want quantity, you want quality. Now that depends at what stage you are uh, as a developer. In the beginning, if you, if you try to switch roles and become a developer, if you look for your first role, you can't really be that picky, you just want a chance. But later on, as you've got the, the experience, you've got the skills and all that, this doesn't, this doesn't play into it anymore. But at that point, what you want, you don't want people to throw tens of tens of uh, rows that don't apply to you just your way, because that's a waste of time. No, what you want is the right one.
So another thing that I tend to do is um, I've learned to say no. Um, if I'm not interested in something, if I don't care, if it doesn't apply to me, I'll say, okay, no, thank you, but no, 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 because I want a very specific thing. And sometimes it might take a bit longer, but it does happen. You get what you want. But this only happens if you have someone in your corner, and that's the recruiters. Yeah. So the best way to use them, get them in your corner. Understand what you're after. Talk to them often. Don't play games with them. All these things are very, very important. Now, I, I'm not sure if you know, um, in on LinkedIn, there is a way to um, extract your profile to PDF. It's virtually a CV. If you export to PDF, there's a function in there under your profile. Um, you will, you will see it looks exactly as a CV. And that's the whole point of it. And that feature has been there for many years. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of people don't know about it. Most recruiters don't know about it, uh, but I do. So it becomes important to make sure that your LinkedIn profile is always up to date. Because then when you export it, you've got the whole thing. And by that, I mean everything you've done in terms of roles, responsibilities, uh, training, courses, publications, uh, your links, your blog, your whatever you've got as a developer needs to be there so it's actually visible and usable by everybody and it actually got better over the past few years it was a bit mm, in the beginning as they were experimenting with how this works but today is actually it's not perfect it's not 100 percent, but it's still very good and what that means is you don't have to worry about the cv anymore you don't have to maintain different cvs in different places you don't have to do all that kind of stuff all you have to do just worry about one place someone wants your cv export from LinkedIn, there's your PDF, it's up to date, move on, takes five seconds. So that's a second, that's a second thing you can do on LinkedIn. So you've got your connections with the recruiters, you've got your profile and all your experience in there. Um, these two things is what I think we need to focus on. I'm, I'm not, I don't believe that the, um, the, the quality, the template of your OCV actually matters at all. It's what's on it and what people know about you that matters. So what I tend to do, I've got three or four different recruiters that I speak to on a regular basis. And I actually keep, keep investigating all the time. I, I keep playing this game with every recruiter who tries to connect with me. I accept any connection from recruiters, um, but then I start testing them, going through all the four points that we're talking about. And this is my system. And, and it works because um, a lot of people get into this, um, into the recruitment field just because of, of the money, the commissions, the whatever. I'm pretty sure it's just financial reasons, but not because they actually want to work with us and um, help us in any way, shape or form. But some do. So some really do. And these are the ones that I want to find. These very few ones, the top of the top, the cream, you know, the best recruiters, they are the ones that I want. And I have no problem with them having my phone number because I know they will not call me at random times. I have no problem with them sending me a message and I have no issue talking to them whenever they say they have something interesting because remember, they know us. They know what we do. They know what we are after in our next role if we talk to them often. Otherwise, they can't. So... We are quite in demand and we have been in demand for quite a while, but things things can always change and they do change. And you can see now that every now and then, almost on a daily basis, there's a news of another company who's laid off a lot of developers. So it's important to have something ready, a structure in place to be ready to go straight away. Don't have to wait, right? 
Now, if you wait and you start your search, once you've been made redundant, there's a chance it will take a while to find something. And most people, I think, will just go for whatever comes their way the first time. Now, I don't want to do that. And I'm not going to advise you to do that. What I would advise you to do is find what you want, if you can, rather than just whatever you can. So that's, that's the biggest difference. So here we go. LinkedIn is there. Um, love it, hate it, doesn't matter. Uh, it has changed a lot. Yes, I will admit that even compared to, I mean, I've been on LinkedIn for, I've been on LinkedIn for a long time, more than 10 years, probably more than 12 years, actually. And it, it changed from a, a professional network into just another social media platform. But it still has the things that we need to work on our careers and find new roles. So you don't need to pay anything. You don't need to go to anywhere else. You don't need to worry about updating CVs. You don't need to worry about uploading whatever uh, when you start searching. No, because you're always there. And you will get messages even when you're not looking. But the only thing that I'm going to say is just keep an eye for those good recruiters. Don't just shut everybody off. Keep an eye out. They do exist. Trust me, they do exist. They're not many, but they're there. And hopefully, hopefully, um, if you start using this, this system, you will see some results. I'm quite interested to see what you think, actually. So if you start using this, if you start seeing any differences, if you see any kind of value, and even if it doesn't work for you, I would love to know. Let me know in the comments. This will be on, on YouTube and this will be on, um, on various podcast systems, which I never remember where they are. Um, as a side note, I'm, I'm using um, a feed which automatically publishes to six or, or six or seven podcast platforms, um, which I really should spend a bit more time understanding how that works. Uh, but I'm sure the, the links are all there for everyone to see, so that's not a problem. But anyway, if you've got something to say, if you've got some sort of feedback, please let me know, because this is actually a very important um, a topic for us as developers when it comes to our careers and making our next move. Hopefully you enjoy this. Until next time. Goodbye. I don't ever slow up. No, I don't take shit. I got no love for the fakeness. If you wanna play tough and wanna hate this, I'll always show up. I don't ever slow up. No, I don't take shit. I got no love for the fakeness. If you wanna play tough and wanna hate this, I'll always show up.